Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans' high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented as always by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. Let me set this show up. Fifteen years I've been doing the show. Fifteen years I've called and asked this man to come in, and you know what? And I understand why. And I actually have it. I probably asked him three or four times. And about six weeks ago, I was listening to the radio, and there was a guy on who's been doing radio stuff on a national level for a really long time. And he was being interviewed, and the guy asked him, he said, when you retire, what, what, what are you going to look back and, and, and what are the regrets? And he said, there's a couple of people that I have a tremendous amount of respect for that I asked to come on my show a couple of times, and when they said no, I just stopped. I never figured it out. I never figured out what I could do to get them to come on, and I immediately thought of Bill Young. And I've made a joke on this. Hey, I don't know, man. He doesn't like me. He won't come on. And and people understand that he breaks down film on Saturday mornings, and he's done it for a long time, and that's what he does. And he's not going to waver from it. And so I called him, and I said, look, you don't start practice before August 3rd. So if I have you in August 3rd, and he goes, man, I said, well, how about if we invite your daughter in? Because she was on the sidelines, and, and she loved it. And he goes, now you got me. Now you got me. So I'm so excited. I've been nervous to do a show in, in – 10 years, guys, and I've been nervous to do this one all week. <laughs> in studio with me for the entire two hours, Bill Young and his daughter, Sarah, Sarah Young-Hubner. Sarah, it's nice to meet you in person. It's nice to meet you too, Mike. So we can even talk some basketball today, right? We could. Yeah, you can still shoot it a little <laughs> I bit. I still got some game. You still got some game. Well, we got a hoop outside during the break. You know, we'll we'll play pig. I'll, I'm going to whoop you. No, I didn't look at me talking, talking smack. Coach Young, how you been? Great. Uh, you know, uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for you, Mike, and the great job you've done, uh, you know, recognizing high school athletics, especially football, basketball, baseball. Uh, you know, you really care, uh, and I'm, I'm really indebted to people like you because you appreciate what you as a coach have done. You don't want to stay championship. You bet. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, you know, you love athletics. You, you want to see kids. You want to challenge kids. But yet, uh, you know, for you and guys like myself, uh, you know, you're not in it for anything else but to teach the fundamentals of the game, talk about the importance of what the carryover is going to be for the rest of your life. And uh, athletics, uh, you know, I coach football, wrestling, and track. uh, And the gal that that makes it all go is my wife, Gail. She is uh, totally awesome, great uh, 
great wife and and a and a wonderful grandma. So she is uh, she's a key to our family because she lets me do all the things that I do. She getting tired of it yet? Because you know what, thirty six years I've been coaching <laughs> basketball, and my wife's like, you know, we we've never gone any place warm in the winter in thirty six years because you got to practice a tournament, a game, you got to break down film, you get. And so this is it. Now I've retired. So we're going to look this winter to say, and I'm wondering, and I only coach one sport. Coach, you you coach three, and I'm wondering if Gail, is, is she about had it yet? I can answer for that. Yeah, she she doesn't do rain games anymore unless, unless it's the playoffs. <laughs> okay. And uh, she's ready to calm things down a little bit. Because you go, you're still coaching three sports? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How do you, Coach, where do you get the energy well, well you, I, first of all, you look great. You know, you're <laughs> fit as a fiddle as your daughter is. And, and uh, you know, the fact that you do that and it's back to back to back, right? Yeah, you know, I, I think the older you get, uh, the harder it is to start to transition from one thing to the next. Uh, you know, football, you know, you, you work on that all year long. Like you, you're a basketball sure. junkie. Yep. And uh, then, you know, hopefully things go well. And if you're lucky enough to make the playoffs and make a deep run, you know, the, you'd like to make that transition that you miss a, a week of wrestling because you're going to the state championship. And then you go from wrestling into track and then summer weightlifting. Uh, you know, Matt Bergen, my athletic director, is just a tremendous, uh, tremendous guy. Uh, you know, he runs the morning workouts. I run the afternoons. And I, and I work at a place that's called Camp Good Times, uh, owned by uh, Kath uh, Novak. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, you know, then I work there from six in the morning till quarter to four, hustle over to school. And then, you know, if I'm home by seven o'clock and, wow. you know, just keep grinding away. I'm kind of like my wife says, I'm nuts. Uh, <laughs> just addicted to work. Yeah. No, Siri. And you, you grew up with this. Yeah. And, and look, the reason I asked you to come on, you've been on the sidelines a couple of times for games and you've been kind enough that when my sideline reporter has said, hey, will you talk to McGivern? And you're like, give me the phone. Yeah. Well, then the one sideline reporter said, do you understand she throws the ball better than anybody in the facility, <laughs> including the quarterbacks that are on the field? So I got your back uh, on, and I said, is this true? You're like, yes, yes, it is. Yeah. And the passion that you showed for your father, um, I share. And, and, and understand that I've been a big fan of his for a long time. And, and I've always been a private school coach. And I think we get people going, well, he recruits or they, you know what? I, I don't want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I'm going to ask your dad this. Back in the day when there was a WISA, they, the guys at WIA said, so what? You want a WISA? Why don't you come play us? So then we went and played them and we won one. They go, well, you must be cheating. Somehow you're mm-hmm. cheating. I, I don't want to hear about that nonsense. You've been a part of this for a long time. I mean, right? You've been to, I, can you imagine yeah. how many games you've been to? I, I can't tell you how many games I've been to, but I, I remember as a little girl, like five years old, I'd ride the bus home with dad after games. I've been on the sidelines since probably five, four years old. Man. And now I'm, you know, in my 30s and I'm still running around now chasing my daughter, who's now on the sideline cheering on grandpa. Really? So, how old is she? Elsie uh, is three, and our son James is one. So he'll be on the sideline this year, too. Man. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, your life's changed a little bit. Absolutely, yeah. We have, uh, I have four grandsons. And my son, Matthew, just had, um, he just had his first son two months ago. So Liam Michael McGivern. Nice little kid. (laughs) It's a great Irish name. He'll probably be in jail when he's 11, but it's a wonderful, (laughs) it's a wonderful name. Um, Sports, a big part of your life for a long time. Mm -hmm. And, And I know that your dad 
certainly encouraged and 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 was at as many things of yours that he could be tell tell me your background where'd you go to high school and college uh so i went to milwaukee lutheran high school okay and uh then i went to cardinal stritch university where i played four years of basketball for uh coach uh richard Pinella. oh boy I coached his son, little Nicky. He's not little Nicky anymore, but I coached Nicky Pinella in Little League Baseball. Oh, my gosh. And uh, Rich Pinella, God rest his soul. Yeah, he was a great man. Great man, great coach. Great coach. And you grew up with a great man and a great Mm -hmm. father and a coach, and Rich had similar – I mean, he he taught a lot about life, and he taught a lot about all that teamwork stuff, and it's going to carry over into, you know, what you're going to do once you get out of college basketball – um, so that, that's gotta be pretty cool that you were hearing similar messages. Yeah, it was great. Like playing for him, he, he was a very family oriented man. So our teams were families and, you know, his wife was at everything and, and we had a really great coaching staff and, uh, you know, we were all in touch with him after. And then when he got di- diagnosed with uh-huh. ALS, you know, that was, that was heartbreaking for all of us. And he was a fighter and he fought long and hard and, right. Just a great man. He has a wonderful legacy, and I'm so thankful and grateful that I got to play for him. Well, and and look how quick you said who you played for. Mm-hmm. I mean, that tells me that you know what he left this inside. That you immediately wanted to say, "Look, I played here, but guess who I played for?" Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a big impact not only in women's basketball but basketball in general because the amount of respect that guys like me had for him, mm-hmm. and the program, and the people that. He surrounded himself with, and he did it for a really long period of time, kind of like your father. I was thinking before you guys came in, and this morning I got here really early, and I thought, look, the amount of respect that I have for the program, and I talk about programs a lot, Bill, on this, and and it, when you talk about the program at Homestead, and you talk about the program, you know that that Lewis Brown now has at Franklin, and and certainly at Greendale that Rob's doing over there, but you're at the you're the pinnacle guy. You're the guy that's been there the longest and you've been on the top of the mountain. And I know as a coach, it's a lot. Sometimes it's easier to be the hunter, right, than it is to be the hunted. And you're hunted every year, man, in the best football conference in the state of Wisconsin. Coach at Kimberly listens to the show all the time and he'll send me a text going, come on, man, don't forget about us. Right. But I, I'll go on the air and I'll have that argument with anybody that wants to that this conference you're in is the best conference in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, you know, um, it it uh, you know different conferences are set up. Uh, you know that that they're going to be say, a wrestling conference or a, a basketball conference or a really good baseball conference. And I think what you do, you look back historically over the years, the amount of state championships from variable various teams that have uh, made a run and and have won it. You know, uh, when Tommy Traska was at Arrowhead, he had four. Uh, Greg Mauling had a couple. Steve Rux has done a great job at West. You know, he's got uh, two or three. We've got uh, seven all together, but three in the uh, uh, WIAA. And, uh, you know, it, it's coaching is not like where you start in August and you hit it. You, it's a year-round thing. That's how, just thought that, that's how things have changed so much over the years. And we've got great coaches in this league that that are have a burning desire to be successful. Um, and then you know what what's probably been the most number one, like you know, you as a great basketball coach, you know it's the amount of talent that you have. You know, like uh, Bill Belichick is my guy. Okay, and he said more times than not, fo- football coaches will screw the game up more than the players will. But you have to have talent. You have to have great coaches. 
you have to have, you know, a tradition, you know, and you talk about an environment of learning. Uh, you know, you look at my staff, you know, Mike Kinnitators, my DC, one of the, probably one of the top five kids I ever coached. I have uh, Matt Bergen, you know, he, he coaches our overhangs. He's our AD, terrific uh, coach, great guy. Ryan Stefaniak played for uh, uh, Pat Cerrone at Oshkosh, great guy, great football coach. He and Mike are in charge of the back end. You know, I coach the backers, and, you know, we have uh, Jim Rickard and, uh, uh, well, uh, you know, he coaches our D-line offensively. A star of our, our upcoming young stars, Nick Vitale. You know, again, he was a student coach for Pat Cerrone's dad sure. coach for, for me. I coached his oh, dad, man. DeVito, <laughs> you know, Bobby Vitale, and then Josh Regent-Smith. Uh, Eddie Bauman, who's been with me for like ever. He was at Mesmer. Yeah, he's a Mesmer ago. guy. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's and a tough guy. Mike Bashanich, uh, just just some great guys, and 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 the fact that uh, you know that I've had the privilege of coaching these guys. So, 2002 WFCA Hall of Fame, 2003 Athletic Hall of Fame at Concordia University, in Illinois, 2017 National Hall of Fame. And you're still going, brother. Yeah, there's <laughs> look, Jerry, the, the the kid that was here from Arrowhead she brought seven rings to show me from the Orange Bowl to, yeah. and uh, there's a lot of. I, I would love to see your office and basement. I, I I watched the interview you did with one of your ex players, Dan Needles, did yes. a great job in the interview Dan did, and uh, to see your office, man, that's awesome. I I would love to to take a look at a lot of that stuff. In fact. When I when they um, I got to be going into the WFCA the year that you were going to the national one and and sir I got to tell you we had to stand all together for a picture and your dad and I will show it to you I've got it in my phone standing next to each other and the guy goes okay look up here and I turn to your daddy and go you coming on my show this year <laughs> he goes hey man he's telling us to look up there I go are you coming on and the guy starts yelling at me I go I'm not looking he goes maybe I go I'll take it that's all that's all I need. Hey, I'm going to tell a story, too, that your dad hates me telling, but it may had a major impact on me. Um, on the other side of the break, we are talking with Bill Young, head football coach at Catholic Memorial. Uh, look, and I, and I did the numbers, uh, 347 wins, seven state championships, 347 wins and counting. We're also talking to his daughter, Sarah Young Hubner, and uh, certainly talking about, is it Elsa? Elsie. Elsie and James. Yeah. Those kids, what's your husband's name? David. David, is he listening? I think so. I hope so. That's awesome. <laughs> David, uh, basketball, football? Is He's he a, a basketball guy? guy. Yeah, can he still shoot it? Yeah, we actually have competitions. It gets a little heated, so we try not to compete against each other too often. My wife can shoot it, too, so her and I against <laughs> you and your... I'm only kidding. She's, <laughs> like, she's like, please don't say that, Michael. <laughs> we'll get back after the, uh, the other side of the break again with uh, Bill Young and his daughter, Sarah Young-Hubner. This is the Wendy's. Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Bill Young and his daughter, Sarah Young-Hubner. Let me run down the show today. And I've got three guests coming on for different reasons for all three. At 11 o'clock, Pete Fox coming on. Maybe one of the best quarterbacks you ever had. Yeah, Pistol Pete. uh, He's 
probably, you know, you never want to have an all-star team, but out of all the kids that I've coached, and in, in this will be the start of my 46th year, he and I have the closest relationship to, to any of my players, former players. You know, and he's a good ambassador for you and for, for Catholic Memorial. At, uh, at 11.15, Joe Cook is coming on. And Joe played for you. And Joe, I, I, he was my coach for a long time. And the things that he would talk about with you were incredible. The things he learned, the life lessons he learned, and how to be a football coach, he learned from you. And so I wanted to have him on, check in how he's doing in Texas. And then 11.30, you've already talked about your athletic director. Matt <laughs> Matt Bergen's coming on at 11.30, and we're going to talk to him um, a little bit about coaching with you now and playing for you, and I look forward to that. Um, hey, you had talked about Bill Belichick that first, and, and right. you got a chance to meet him? Yeah, this is this is all about Sarah. Sarah, go run with us. Well, I just wanted to uh, I wanted to do something for my dad because he's done so much for me throughout my life, and uh, so I I wrote to a handful of coaches from the Patriots staff. And kind of told them about my dad's background, you know, his coaching. And I said, if I could do one thing for my dad, you know, he doesn't he doesn't take trips. I was like, he does football. Right. And uh, he would love to meet Belichick, even if it's for five to ten minutes. You know, everyone that I told I was doing this, they're like, Sarah, no shot. A week later, I miss a call from Foxborough, Massachusetts. So I quick call back. It was their offensive line coach, uh, Dante Scarnecchia. And he goes, Sarah, I read your letter. And uh, I'd really like to help. But he said, right now we have free agency coming up and we have the draft that we're preparing for. So it can't happen right now. So this was back in March. And I was like, okay, you know, anything you can do is great. So I kind of wait and wait and wait. And it's May, second week I call him. And he, he calls me back. Great guy, by the way. And he goes, listen, I, I just got the okay. Talk to Belichick's assistant. Talk to Belichick. He can come. So I'm like, oh my gosh! Really? Did he know you were doing any of this? Well, I should have kept it a surprise, but I was so excited. You like can't. when I, when oh, I, I would, couldn't, no. you know. If you would have told me, I would have oh, called. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I like called Dad, like so jacked. I'm like, Dad, this guy called me back. He's a coach. It might happen. And then May came around. We hadn't heard anything, and so I, I tell my, it was kind of a great day. I, I go, uh, we were at my brother Aaron's house, and Aaron and his wife are expecting their first child, and they just awesome. told my dad he's going to be a grandpa again. And then I tell my dad, you're going, going to New England <laughs> to meet Belichick. So dad had quite a day. That's it. That Maybe one of the best days ever right <laughs> yeah, there, right? for sure. For sure. Man, what was it like? Uh, and, and before we get to that, um, I just got a text, sure. by the way. And, and let me just read it to you. And I don't want to miss any of this. Hey, Mike, uh, this is Dave Huebner, Coach uh, Young's son-in-law. Would you ask Sarah if we've ever played one-on-one and won? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm just doing what I'm told. Dave. I don't want to upset anybody. So, uh, uh Maybe we'll, you well, Mike, it. let me just set the stage <laughs> no, right here. Hold on, Dave's laughing right I now. I mean, we're we're talking about he's six three. Okay, okay? he's an athlete too. Yeah. When I play one on one with people, you can have as many dribbles as you want. Sure. David comes up with the rule: you can only have three dribbles. So his length is too long. I can't get shots off. Who comes up with that yeah. rule? And he you agree to it? Yeah. You're... And I, I mean, eleven nothing, and we'll never play again. He won't play again, will he? I won't play him again. Well, how about if he says as many dribbles as you want? He won't do it. He's he like, he's like, it. that's not realistic. No one's going to take that many dribbles in a game. Well, he's never seen me play. <laughs> <laughs> he's never seen me play. So if we uh, can't, so you get you get the okay and you head out. Yeah, you know, uh, Billy Seidel, uh, 
he's uh, played for me. He's our video coordinator. And out of all the guys that, you know, he's uh, able, you know, because of work, uh, work-wise, uh, he was able to go right away. So we, we fly to Boston, uh, and uh, then we take an Uber out to Foxborough, which is like 35 minutes away, check in, and then we're going to walk around because we had uh, Wednesday was going to be the day that we are going to meet Belichick. Or, yeah, Wednesday. And uh, so on Tuesday, Tuesday, we flew out, checked in, walked to the stadium, went, went to their Hall of Fame, and uh, Kraft has made all his money um, with real estate, and it's called Patriot Place. And, like, I would say three-quarters or at least half the building is ground level, and the other half is elevated, and they have shops all the way around. So it's a, it's like what Green Bay is trying to sure. do right now. Yep. So uh, there's a, a spot to go look at uh, the Patriots, you know, from afar. So we watched and we got something to eat and went back to the room and got up. And so the Iowa coaches are there, Coach Ferentz and uh, Seth Wallace, you know, Max Cooper's playing for those guys, yep. our kid. And uh, so we get a ride to the stadium and it's 630 in the morning. And we start out, uh, we were, Billy and I were there from 630 to almost 730 at night. We got to meet uh, Dante Skarnickia at probably like 630 Went to a rookie meeting, a meeting with their O line. After that, we sat with uh, kind of like a player personnel guy for a little bit, and then we went to a full team install. Josh McDaniels was putting in with Tom Brady's there. Jules, uh, the only guy that wasn't there was Gronk, and uh, you know we, we sat there for it was an hour install, oh two, two minute offense. Then we go back to another meeting with Dante with the full O line. And then uh, we wound up after that. We had lunch real quick, and then then we went or like a snack, and we went to practice. And then there's Brett Bielema. He's coaching D line for him, so he picks me up, spins me around. Billy Young, you know, yeah. he's going nuts. And then Dante was just, uh, you know, he's coached 34 years in the NFL. He's about my size. Coach for Parcells for you know he's been with the Jets and uh, the Patriots for you know like 30 years. I wow. mean, it just it was awesome. So at at the end of practice, Coach Ferentz talked to the to the team, and then um, Dante says, "Come on, Bill, I'm going to walk you up, and introduce you to Belichick." So I got a chance. Billy Billy sided on, got a chance to shake his hand, talk to him, and he just said, "You know, he's a very guarded guy, which you know, sure. I, I, you know, everybody wants something off the guy." And I said, "Coach, it was just you know, I've been very fortunate to meet a lot of great guys in 46 years of coaching, and develop great friendships, and then to be able to." You know, tell him, I said, I just have so much respect and, and passion for the game of football, what you've done here. And he said, you know, you know, coming back at you too, he said, you know, the high school guys, you know, you're not climbers, you're not trying to hit a home run because let's face it, you know, position coaches want to become coordinators, coordinators want to become head coaches. Right. Same thing in basketball, you know, there's, Same. everyone wants to climb that ladder. So, you know, we got to talk about 10 minutes and, you know, I just told him, little bit about our program and Belichick says, you know, you high school guys really make lifelong impressions on young kids. Teach them how to work. You know, ain't, not everything is going to go your way every day. Right. And uh, it was great. Shook yeah. his hand. And then uh, then I got to go to two more meetings with Belichick. And uh, he's running the second right. I talked to Steve Belichick for a little bit, uh, you know, working on trying to double guys. And, uh, and then after that, Billy and I got a picture with Dante and then uh, they had, uh, it was interesting, they had uh, Dion Branch and, uh, sir, what's the guy with the long long hair? Uh, it's Dante Stallworth. And, you know, these guys talked to the Patriots about, you know, 
you know, about the importance of the Patriot way, how they prepare. And when Dion Branch was with Seattle, he says they're they're great coaches, but it's not like the Patriots. I mean, there's something special, right? You know, you guys, you know, you might not always like them, but you know, they're he's awesome. Oh, you 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 got to have respect, right, for him. What a wonderful thing you did. Well done Thank on you. that. I don't know how you can't beat that. You I don't can't. Think so. um, Coach Ferens was was at the uh, uh, Wisconsin uh, High School the WFCA clinic right. a couple years ago, and they asked me to come up. and The Wisconsin coach was speaking, and then I spoke. No, Ferens spoke, then I spoke, and then the Wisconsin coach. Who in that group doesn't belong? Well, it's me, and that's okay. <laughs> Ferens gets done, and I'm standing off to the side because I have to go on right after him. And he goes, guys, let me just finish with this. This is where it happens. High school football, you guys make it happen. And do me one favor. Don't listen to the outside noise. Don't listen to any of those media guys. Thanks a lot, and have a good day. And I'm next. And I go, hey, coach. I'm a media guy. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I said, thanks a lot. Look at everybody's leaving. Yeah, it was really funny. I sat and listened to him for about an hour. He was really good. He's great. And, you know, he actually coached for Belichick. He was his O-line, uh, O-line coach in Cleveland. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Great, wow. great man. Awesome. He, he is Bill Young. He is a head football coach at Catholic Memorial for a long time. And uh, his daughter, who is wonderful, Sarah Young-Hubner, who will never play one-on-one against her husband again. <laughs> Bill's got 347 mm. wins, seven state championships. Sarah's 0-1, one-on-one <laughs> against her, her husband. We'll get to a break on this side of the break. We'll continue again later in the show. Pete Fox is going to join us. Uh, Joe Cook is going to join us, and Matt Bergen is going to join us as well. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Bill Young and Sarah Young-Hubner. Hey, Billy, let's get into a couple of things this segment if we can. When we talked a while back, we both have coached a long time. And on Faith in the Zone, I had a football coach, a Division One football coach that I had on that show, and I said, kids have really changed over the years, don't you think? And he said, no, uh-uh. He said, Mike, we've changed. So I was a head Division One football coach at the age of 28. I was young, I was single, and I was cool. I'm now 44. I'm married. I got three kids. All I want to do is get out of practice and go home. And he said, look, they're still doing the idiotic things that I did as a freshman and sophomore in college. They're posting everything so everybody gets to see it. But, Mike, I think we've changed. I don't think they've changed that much. And I'm wondering your opinion on that. You know, it's uh... – Again, you know, it's uh, an age thing is, you know, what what go, what occurs at certain levels in your life. You know, now we're talking, you know, I'll be 69 years old this year in, and in November. And you look good. And, uh, Jeez. Uh, you know, you look at, you know, when we were kids, we, we, I grew up on 15th and Lapham. So we would go behind on Mitchell Street, and that was like Monday night football. We'd go in that parking lot. If there sure. was a car there, you kind of just make sure you didn't run into and kill yourself. <laughs> right. Uh, but, we, you know, you'd play tackle football. You know, up by you know you you climb over a fence at at at, uh, at Milwaukee South Division, and then you'd play a game, and when you're done, you crawl over the fence and go back home. You know, we in the winter when you know gym access wasn't the way it is now for these kids. Uh, we'd have three basketballs, my brother Mike and I, and 
you know, the guys in the neighborhood, you know, when that ball got flat, you put it back in a house or to warm it up and bring a bring a warm one out. Sure. And and baseball, you know, like you you were a uh, you know you, you're you're a gym rat. You spent the whole day at the playground. Always. You know, every and year. every every day. Your mom and dad and my mom and dad had the same rule: eat breakfast, go to the park, make sure you come home by noon, uh, go back until like five when supper was, and then when the lights went out, you came back and you played everything. I mean, that's. You know, you played basketball, you played strikeout. You know, you had, you talk to these kids nowadays, what's strikeout? I, I don't know. You know, they you need no, a... They have no idea. A piece of chalk, a bat, and a tennis ball. That's it. You know? One-on-one. On one. And, uh, you know, we 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 played... But the, but it's it's changed over the years, you know, like Sarah got into the AAU stuff. I'll let her talk about that. But, you know, it, it's great. It's just a way to select baseball, select uh, basketball. Oh. I mean, and, you know, specialization... It's just it's what's changed so much, but it is what it is. You know what? And and I don't. I look if I'm if I'm speaking out of turn and shouldn't bring this subject up. Maybe I should do this during the break. But one of your best players has left and he's going to IMG. And 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 you know what? So he's thinking long term. I I can tell you. And he may look. These kids will never admit this to a guy like me. But there's going to be a day that he's going to go. Man, I I, I miss I miss Catholic Memorial. I miss playing with my guys. Yeah. These are my guys. Right. These aren't my guys. I had a guy, I had a kid tell me he's playing big time select baseball on a traveling team. And this year he because they you know they they got rid of summer baseball, he got to play for his high school team and he said when you play for these travel teams, nobody wants you to do good because they want to do better than you. Right. Now I'm on a team. Everybody's rooting for each other. I'm happy when my shortstop make you know gets a hit or goes in the hole and picks and throws somebody out, he said, "I did, I haven't had that for three years. I wish I would have done. I wish I would have played high school for four years and not done that." So I look that's that stuff has changed a little bit. Now they've got options to do these other things other than to play with their guys, and I don't know if it's good for for what we do. Yeah, you know. Uh... You know, it, it gets to the point, like, you know, you almost got to make deals with kids. Uh, you know, like if, you know, I'm, I'm going to play AU basketball in spring. I'm going to go off for track, but basketball is number one and, bat, and, tr- and track's number two. Well, you get X amount of times to run or throw, and if you're not there, you don't get better. Uh, and But that's the way it is. It's know? hard. Yeah. It's hard. And you know what? We um, I, I used to laugh sometimes at some of the guys, and I got out of AAU basketball Sarah, I'm going to ask you about your your um, your thoughts on it. But I got out of it because, I, you know what? I would I would be coaching kids. I got involved in it when Matthews in third grade, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and we won state championships in AU and stuff. And all of a sudden, other coaches started coming after my kids, and they and they'd say, "Yeah, I developed this kid. You even you developed that kid. You you got you got a ready made kid at this point. You didn't develop any of that." And I got so tired of it. That I said I don't want to do this anymore. Did you have a good experience with it? Well, I didn't start AAU till I was in high school. I was 16, and uh, I had a pretty good experience. I played for Rising Force, um, and the the coach that actually started up that program was the assistant coach at Cardinal Stretch. So it actually helped me Perfect. get my scholarship to Stretch. Good. So it was a good experience. But even with at, at that time, you know, that's 10, that's like 15, 16 years ago, and. Uh, refereeing you know during AAU I felt like people picked up so many bad habits yeah I do too and then I was like ah 
you know, nowadays, though, if you're not starting basketball in second grade with an AU team, you're you're behind, which is crazy. 15, 16 years. You youngs never age. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah, well, 35, yeah. Good. Wow. Good yeah. for you. You know what? The guy who beat you one-on-one, he, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I kicked his coverage. What do you do for a living now? Uh, well, I was a second grade teacher at R. Redeemer Lutheran for eight years. And then when our son was born uh, last April, I decided to be a stay-at-home mom until they get school age and I'll Good go back you. to teaching. How's that going? It's going great. Yeah, uh, It's the best job in the world. I love my kids so much and being able to run around and play with them and spend every moment with them. Do you miss it. teaching? I do miss teaching. Yeah. And I have to tell you, at recess, I was the best quarterback all day. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I bet they said, okay, you get first pick. I got her. She's on, on my team. Uh, that That is awesome. Well, your kids, they, they're sports kids? You, uh, you, our, our little Elsie loves to dance. Good. But she she likes football. You know, we, we cheer for Grandpa Coach. L- and L- she loves it. Do you know it. what? Dance is a sport. I know. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. She's, man. You got to be strong. We tell her that. You know? I had this youth sports show that I do. I had a group from Iguana go in, and I didn't realize the commitment. These are really good athletes, mm-hmm. some of the best athletes in the school sometimes, and they put a lot of time and sweat equity into being as, uh, the dancers that they want to be. So they, they got a lot of time oh, yeah. to make decisions. We're three years old. Hey, when we talked about the best programs, I didn't mean to, to, to not use uh, Steve Rux's name because I totally agree that that's a program that you put up on this this pedestal and look at, and there's a number of them. If, if a younger coach, um, Bill, comes up to you and says, look, could you give me some advice on how to build a program, what would you tell them? Surround yourself, uh, kind of a lesson that my mom and dad, especially my dad always said, you know, surround yourself with uh, great people you know, that can impact your philosophy and, and whatever you want to uh, accomplish. And that, it's like, coaches you know like uh i've been blessed like eddie bauman uh, uh he's a former police chief in uh pewaukee you know he and greg gamalski and myself you know now we almost i've got a lot of coaches we would have we had three in varsity now i have a, a bunch of guys you right. know, i've got two uh two young men, uh, men uh, sam minkowski and and uh jc or uh cj blackburn yeah. both played for Cerrone, nick vitale's crew uh, I mean, great young coaches, but in back in the day, you know, we would go Eddie Gamo and I and Mike Ostapowitz, another Mesmer guy. Yeah, you bet. As 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 Jim Haluska would say, guy. oh yeah, great great player. And uh, you know, it, it was uh, you know, surround yourself, be totally committed, get out and learn constantly. You know, because uh, uh, if you're not learning, you know, you're going backwards. Hey, you said on that video that I watched, that interview with Dan Needles, you said, look, it, you know, I've been here a long time. This this isn't going to happen very often anymore that you got somebody that's going to stay at one school. What about Catholic Memorial for you? And you also made a comment said, look, I, I kind of have a college job now at a high school. Right. What about Catholic Memorial for you that, that made you say, this is a place I'm going to stay for a long time? Well, you know, I, I think uh, what what's great about that school is our our students, you know, and you have committed parents, you know, like you know, you you were at Dominican, you were at Martin Luther, right. you you know, Mike, sure, you know, these guys are invested because they're flipping money to send your kid to school, and then you know, uh, w- when Greg Gamalski and myself, uh, you know, like right now we got Nick Vitale, Matt Bergen, and myself in a building. That's it. That coach football, Sam Rohr and a, and the rest of the crew, they're all. Out, they, they have Coming other in. jobs. Yep, and uh, we just had so much fun. You know, I mean, 
There were no jobs, probably. I mean, it's funny, like, you know, Jim Oleska, the guy that I looked up to the most. Jimmy got drafted, played uh, at Michigan and played for the Badgers. Right. Got drafted by Paul Brown and played for George Halas. Yeah, that's that's trifecta. I mean, that's sure. unbelievable. And Jimmy, when he was coaching two sports at, at Don Bosco, football, basketball, and I think baseball, and teaching, he made like $3,000. My first year at Memorial, I made seventy five hundred. Kids say, "Hey, coach!" No, I said, "You raced one of those zero. It ain't seventy five thousand. It was seventy five hundred. Right. Gail was making, killing it better than I was. Man. And uh, that's just how things change. But you know, you got you got parents that care. You got kids that are committed. I've been very uh, fortunate to have great assistant coaches. How, how long have you been married? Uh, it'll be forty four years. And and Gail is a saint. You know, I've got special uh, place in heaven. Oh God, yeah, for, for assistant co- coaches, for oh, coaches' wives. Oh man. God, she is. It was funny, you know, way back in the day, uh, Gail. Before we had uh, kids, and Judy Gamalski and Greg Gamalski, we would go out scouting, and then the girls would draw circles because you know, you know how things have changed. You talked about what's different. Yeah, you had to pad everything, okay, right. and then you had sixteen millimeter film. That would cost a hundred bucks a week, you know, central film right across from Usinger's. Yes. Where my brother in law works, number one fan on the sideline, too, Scotty. And then we wound up uh uh, you know, going to uh VHS and 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 uh D V D and and now everything's on huddle. Uh-huh. It's just I mean it's it's changed, you know, and Billy Sedell does such a great job. Because I'm a hack with a lot of that stuff. So, <laughs> hey, uh, people used to complain about the tapes that they get come playoff time from Coach Taraska. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> guys used to say, "He's man, he's got so many field level." Instead yeah. of this, I look, I I miss conversations with guys like that. Yeah. I I do. You know what? And and I get to have these every week right. with guys like you. But guy, a guy like Tommy T, who just yeah. man had such a love. He just yeah. has such a love and a passion. He's he's probably you know, if not my best friend in coaching. You know, he's he's right there. But you know, I've been really blessed. Uh, the guys that I really idolized when I was coming up, you know, guys like Dick Bash from Mar- Marquette, yeah. J- Jimmy Aluska from Bosco, yep. uh, you know, Bob Hyland. Uh, you know, the guy is yeah, you just got it rolling. And then you know, S- uh, Steve Rux's dad Ed. We used to scrimmage him uh, for like twenty eight years, and then you know, Steve's just going to go into Hall of Fame now and. Probably between the Rice uh, father and son, the Rice guys. Sure. And then you know you you got uh, the Rux bro, uh, yeah. father son. I mean that's a great honor for those hey, guys. Can we on the other side of the break talk about coaching your sons? Sure, can love we do to. that because that was uh, that's really interesting to me. And and I did it, and and I kind of did it well. Coach Showalter, um, who your your husband coached mm-hmm. with, uh, we had these conversations a lot, and it was interesting because he said, "Look, I did a way better job with my second son." Than I did my first because it's so hard on him, and um, I only had one son that I coached, and you had twins, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. He's Bill Young, head football coach at Catholic Memorial. I told him before he came in. I told his daughter Sarah the last show I was nervous for was doing Faith in the Zone with Dick Bennett because of the amount of pure, just one hundred percent respect that I have for Dick Bennett. And that's the reason I was nervous before this one. But thank goodness Sarah's here. She, yeah. yeah, Sarah's awesome. Sarah's <laughs> awesome. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. A 
Well, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. Man, this is a good show. I'm, I'm just having a ball. Bill Young and his wife, Sarah, his wife, his daughter, excuse me. If I could get Gail in next time. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be that'd be interesting. In. That would be interesting. You know what? I do a coach's wife show every once in a while. Would she come in, you think? It, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We'd have to twist we, yeah. Do you know what? I the, the last football one I did, it was really interesting because I had a number of wives, and one was Rhonda Tricky. Right. Jeff Tricky. And she said, look, I'll come in. I don't know anything about football. I'm still not sure about first and 10, but I can throw a tailgate party. <laughs> and she, she goes, and I love and support my husband to death, which is the key to this thing. And then I had another woman in who said, I know more football than my husband does. I break down film with him. And I don't think he's running this correctly. And another gal was like, what is she doing? And it was awesome. So I had him all over the board. So if I do that, I'm going to reach out and see if Gail would come in and, and say, hey, look, I'll, I'll, yeah, you know, this is easy. We're just talking, you know, fun stuff. Yeah. So I, and, and, and if she would, that would be awesome. Um, coaching your, your son, do you have twin boys? Correct. Uh, Aaron and Brad. Aaron and Brad. And um, was that a good experience for you? Yeah, it, it it was great. You know, uh, it, it's always been a family thing with us. You know, I mean, they were way back in the day. They were water boys, then ball boys, and then uh, both played. and And we were fortunate enough to win a state championship uh, up at Camp Randall. And uh, you know, we wound up. Uh, uh, it's just a great family experience for us. Sarah's running around on the sideline. You know, soaking wet after that game. We were fortunate uh, to beat Marquette. But, you know, since I'm the defensive guy and Aaron and Brad, they were all conference wideouts for us. Yeah. I, You know, because in basketball, you know, you're, you're coaching five kids. Correct. I, we got coaching 11. And, you know, they weren't position guys, uh, inside linebackers that I've always coached. And uh, it, it just, you know, but I, if they would make a mistake, I'm probably a lot harder than I should have been. Uh, I did a show with Tony with with uh, coaching our sons. It's basketball. My son came in. Um, Andy Cerrone, Cam Cerrone came in, and I reached out and got a hold of Tony Bennett, and he came on. And he said, when I was coaching for my dad, after basketball practice, every practice, not because I needed to sometimes, not because I wanted to, I would shoot for an extra 20 minutes and let the players go in the locker room. If they were going to complain and yell about their coach, let them do it without me there because at the end of the day, that's my dad. Right. And so, and I and I didn't realize my son at a small school like Calvary Baptist Menominee Falls went through some stuff being the coach's dad, coach's son. Like your daddy's just playing you because you're you're his boy. And I'm wondering if you've had those conversations with them. You know, it, it's uh, it, it, again when you and I talked uh, like about a month ago, things are different. Parents are different. You know, uh, not coaching basketball. I was coaching wrestling, and the boys played basketball, and Sarah was just a great basketball player. Uh, you, you, you try to get away uh, from, uh, you know, uh, interaction with parents. Right. Because, and I and we'll have our meeting next Saturday, and yeah. or to me, the only thing that, okay. if you want me to talk to your parents, uh, to your son about academics, or is he acting up in class, or if, if there's an issue at home, but don't ever talk about playing time. Yeah, and and that's just a simple rule, you know. So, I mean, that's... so with with Aaron and Brad, did you guys? What I learned from reading that book that I've talked about a lot is once we got to the kitchen table, I was Matthew's father, right? And 
So there are after games he would get in his mom's car, my wife's car, and try to beat me to that kitchen table because he right. knew he was going to get a little something from me as his coach. Right. And I'm wondering, were you guys able to work? Through it? Yeah, you know, we, we lived on 81st and Capitol, and that was the hike for, you know, Brad and Aaron and I to drive to school every day. So that was like 25 minutes, 25 minutes back. But they were, you know, exhausted from the day. And, uh, day sure. They probably slept a lot more than we talked, but... You know, I've been, uh, God has really blessed me, you know, with a wonderful wife. Gail is awesome. I've got, uh, you know, two boys, Aaron and Brad. Uh, Aaron is a firefighter paramedic, drives a big pump truck uh, now on his, his wife. She's a, a dermatologist. She's a doctor. Excellent. Kara, and they're expecting their first baby November 4th on my birthday. It's awesome. And then Brad, uh, my son Brad works construction. He played football at, at Concordia with Tim Polisek, who's the offensive line coach yep. for, for uh, Iowa Hawkeyes, and then Sarah. And and I've been fortunate uh, to be a coach and a dad and watching Sarah since grade school, uh, you know, high school. She was a three-time academic All-American at, at Cardinal Stritch. They went to the uh, tournament four straight years. Uh, I just, you know, I've been really blessed. You know, right. I, I had a guy... He, yeah. I'm sorry. Do you yeah. feel like at any point that you missed any oh, yeah. of it? Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's I, where that's where Gail has been uh, awesome. She has never missed a thing of one of our kids. But it's a trade-off. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Bill, you know what's interesting is my son was a freshman at Maranatha Baptist Bible College, starting point guard. Right, he getting gaps and kick and and all that stuff. And I was coaching at Heritage Christian. And at the end of the year, I prayed like crazy, Lord, do you want me to continue this ministry or do you want me to go watch my son play? And I thought he would gently tap me on the shoulder with his answer, but I got fired at Heritage Christian. We were 13, first year there, 13-11, right? And when I finally asked why, the athletic director didn't know. Nobody knew, but the guy who was the head of the school there knew. And, and I coached his son, and I finally got a hold of him, and I said, can I ask why? And he said, well, I wasn't happy with who you named leaders of that team. I said, what does that mean? And he said, you named this kid a captain. Nobody likes that kid. I said, what a weird thing for an adult to say. And so it was pretty apparent that the Lord wanted me to go watch my son play. Right. And it was so like, it hit me right between the, the, like, I've never been fired anywhere. What are you talking about? I'm not getting. And so that for me, the, the prayer part in saying, okay, what should I do? Thank God, and I thank him for that decision because I got the chance to watch Matthew play three years in a row and never missed a game, and we followed him all over wherever they were. And, and when it ended, do you remember when her career oh, ended? We it was were, painful. You know what? We're sitting on the couch, and, uh, well, Sarah, just to talk a little bit about the four years, and then I'll go with the wrap-up. Yeah. When I was at Cardinal Stritch, um, you know, like in high school, Dad was a wrestling coach, so sometimes his meets would be on a Friday when we had basketball sure. and he'd miss some games. Um, but when I got to college, we were in a Chicagoland conference because it's an NAI Division II right. school. And Dad would actually, he finally said, you know, you're going to play for four more years. That's it. So he had a really good assistant uh, wrestling coach at the time and still does have great assistants. But he was like, coach, go enjoy your kid. And he actually, I think he might have missed two games total of my college. Good for you. Know, you. Um, career, which was incredible. And uh I haven't seen my dad cry, you know, ever in life. Like my grandpa's funeral, he's sure. very stoic. Like yeah. when I that last buzzer rang and we lost, uh, we lost in the elite eight. 
just got uh, had a rough game. We got sure. smoked, and uh, I'm crying because it's done. And right. my dad, I look at him, and we hug, and he's bawling. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. I know that. Dad, this makes me feel worse. And then a week later, we sit down in the basement, and he looks at me and says, you know, watching you play has been some of the best moments of my life. And then he cries again. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know. So yeah. well, it was, that's uh, bringing me to tears because, you know what, I've been there. And, and, and you know what, and he's, look, my son put together a vid, a fresh, when he was a freshman in college and a senior, put together these two little videos, and, and, and he said, this is just for me and you. I don't want anybody seeing it. When we're done here, we're going to my desk, and I'm showing it All to right. you guys. You know, show, hey, a guy drives in, he's a construction guy. I'm going, like, hey, you got five minutes? Let me show it to you. Because we're so proud of these kids, yeah. Billy. That's a really good decision. That, yeah. that man, good for it, you. It, it was, you know, like when... Uh, when Brad was at Con U, yeah, you didn't miss those games either. Those were you know, Saturdays. That one one year, Sarah, you know, we made it to uh, we made it all the way to the state championship game. Gail and I, we missed one of Brad's games. I think out of twenty four, our fourteen and and Con U's, uh, you know, uh, ten games, we missed one. So you know, we're at a ton of games, right? And then we're flipping over between wrestling and running and watch Sarah play. But oh, you know, th- those times, and again, without Gail. Uh, her support and her commitment to our family is what you know makes it all happen. I I look forward to meeting her. Yeah, she's day. awesome. I, really. I really do yeah. because man, the stuff that our wives go through with us is incredible. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to a break. Our other side of the break, Pete Fox is going to join us. Attorney Pete Fox, and uh, he is, from what I understand, as as big a Bill Young fan as there is, and I look forward to having him on the show. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right, nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans' high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, Mike McGivern, alongside Bill Young, head football coach for how many years? Uh, this will be my uh, 46th year. 46th year. You know what I wasn't going to do to you? <laughs> I was not going to come and say, hey, give me your uh, 10 best players you've ever coached. Right. Couldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Right. However, I thought, you know what, let's have one former player come on. And we're going to have two because Joe Cook's going to join us at uh, 11.15. But Pete Fox, one of the best quarterbacks you ever had. Without a doubt. Uh, you know, we won a, a state title in 89, runner-up in 90, and runner-up in 91. And, uh, you know, the, there's not been a, a family, you know, uh, that I'm closer to than the Foxes. His nephew's pretty good, right? Yeah. I, you know, Pete, <laughs> I, I, would, I would always say See, Pete was uh, my best quarterback. Uh, this this uh, Luke Fox is uh, unbelievable. Hey, Pete, are you a better, were you a better quarterback than you are an attorney, or are you a better attorney <laughs> than you are a quarterback? Boy, that, that's a good question. I'm, you're having the answer on the air. I'm, have to say I'm a better attorney than that. Attaboy. Attaboy. And if, you know, I can give, give out your website or something. Maybe I can drum up some business for you. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw a plug out there for sure. Yeah. Hey, um, can we talk about your days playing at Catholic Memorial? And, and look, 
after you get done and you go through the grind and you play for a demanding coach like Bill Young is, and 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 he was back then and he still is today. Can can we talk about kind of the life lessons that you feel like you learned going through and playing for a guy like Bill? For sure. Uh, you know, it's funny. I should probably back up on that too because those life lessons with Bill Young start before you even start playing with him or playing for him. My friendship with him goes back probably 35 years um, when my brother started playing for him. And so when you're a kid, you can imagine when you're a kid growing up in Waukesha, knowing that you're going to go to Catholic Memorial, what you think about most of the time is playing for Bill Young. Right. And so you, you know, when you're in grade school and you're watching the varsity team and you grow up idolizing those guys who are playing for Bill Young, you're just waiting for your opportunity to play for him too. So once that happens and you get that opportunity, that the, there's that legacy that's already um, motivating you to give more than what perhaps you thought or more than you've ever given before to any any particular task, not necessarily because he demands it, uh, but because you want, you demand it of yourself so you can show it to him that you're, um, you know, worthy of playing for him. And so the, the, the big lessons, though, that I've – just jump ahead the big lessons that I think I take with me uh, every day from my playing with Bill is preparation and commitment no one prepares harder than Bill Young uh, no one prepares his kids better for for uh, from practice to Friday night um, and no one prepares those kids better for life than Bill Young does because all of those lessons you learn and uh, playing for Bill Young in football carry over to everything you're going to do from me being an attorney, me being a dad, being a brother, being a, a, um, a friend, all those things carry over. And you know that too, Mike. Yeah. You know, there's a quote from an article that I, that I did some research and this is five, six years ago. And our next guest, Joe Cook said this, and it sounds like what you're saying he said he's amazing. You can you can't out prepare him. You can't outwork him. He's unbelievable. And and I think that's kind of what you're saying. And and Bill, I'm going to ask you where did where did that come from? Because you know what what happens to us as coaches sometimes is you're up on the top of the mountain and you get a little bit fat and happy, a little bit. And that has not happened to you. And I'm wondering where that came from. Is it from from you know climbing the fence over at at, at South at Walkie yeah, yeah. South? First of all, PD, I love you. Um, out of all out of all my uh, uh, people that I've ever had to meet, like I said, the Foxes, Doctor Paul Fox, PD's and Chris and and Paul's uh, father was our team doctor for twenty plus years. Chris Fox played for me. He's our team doctor now, and Chris's boys are Rory and and Luke, and PD's got two two little guys, uh, and Sue Fox. It's just you know, like I've I've had the pleasure of been all over the country. I've been to USC. I've been uh, six NFL camps, uh, probably thirty different colleges. You know, from D three all the way down or all the way up to D one. But Doc Fox, probably the most, you know, uh, uh, the most formulated sentence that he would give me. He said, "You know, when you when I first started, I was nut job. You know, we practice like three times a day. We're right. hitting like crazy." And then it was like, you know, you took it personal when mistakes are happening. 
And and Doc, th- that was the most influential thing anybody said to me. Just, you know, their kids are going to screw up. You know, your job is to, you know, be be dialed in. You know, it, your expectations can remain where they're at, but you know, you got to lighten up a little bit. Sure. And and that, you know, you know, hey, I, I, I try. Hey, and I'm hey, better, hey, Petey. Hey Pete, hey, Pete, <laughs> hey, Pete, how lightened up was he by the time you got to him? Well, he'll tell you he was lighting up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and my brothers will. My brothers would say that he lightened up a lot by the time I arrived, but uh, my teammates would would bet to differ. <laughs> hey, Pete, I have told this story, and Bill hates it, but I have I have to tell it because as a basketball coach, I, look, I helped out a little bit on the football program at Dominican, and we we're playing at Whitefish Bay High School against the varsity. I was the freshman coach. I did. I took stats on the sideline, and we were down like. 41 nothing with three minutes to go and Waukesha Memorial through they ran a double reverse pass for a touchdown <laughs> and three minutes to go come on we I go in the men's room and coach Young is there and I go do you really have to do that he goes you don't like that and I said no he said then get better that's not me I'm not going to stop running what we run because you guys aren't good enough to stop it that's not on me that's on you get better and he walked out and I'm telling you, the most influential thing anybody's ever said to me in a men's room <laughs> in my whole life was that. And I have I have learned a lot from that one statement that he made. And he goes, look, I'm not like, would you stop saying that? Because I don't really do that much anymore. And I said, you don't understand, Coach. That That really stuck with me. And he's right. I shouldn't have to stop doing what we do because you guys can't stop it. You have to stop it so then I can't don't have to do it. So... Pete, when when you were uh, when you were the quarterback for him, did um, was he tougher tougher on quarterbacks? Was he tougher as as the guy that was making the calls in the in the huddle? <laughs> he was super tough on me. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, you better chime yeah, in on that. Uh, Sarah, it was, was Pete so hard on me that it, you know there were times when I didn't think I could do it anymore. <laughs> I, I'm sure he's laughing. <laughs> yes, he is. I think Sarah said you were a pretty boy. I think that's what she said. I don't know about that fog. One of the best ones, Pete. We're at the we're at Menominee Falls, so Pete is on one knee with his hand on his helmet. Doc Fox is in the middle, and I'm standing up. Well, Gamo and I and and Asta, we'd all kind of formulate a game plan and call him plays. Pete is yelling at me about not throwing the ball. And poor Doc Fox, he's like at a tennis match, head one way, head the other way, head one way. And finally, I said, "Shut up, Petey." <laughs> hey, no, he, he is my all-time favorite, and and his that family is unbelievable. Hey, Pete, can I? You know, that, that story has grown. So <laughs> Amen. The older we get, the better we were. I'm just telling you. I'm not sure if I like. I might like this version the best. <laughs> hey, what about? I don't. Want, I do not want to miss this opportunity. But but I know you're a really good ambassador for the entire school for Catholic Memorial, and I'm wondering. Um, if you could, a couple of minutes here that we have, what about that school um, influenced you and, and did you do you have such a strong love for? How much time do I have? <laughs> Three minutes. Yeah. Well, I, going back to what I said earlier, this, this school has been part of my bloodline since I was six years old. So, it's, you know, it's been a huge impact on me. What I love the most about it is that um, when you become a part of that Catholic Memorial family, you're a part of it forever. And the, the, 
the things we all take for granted, and by we I mean the people who went to Catholic Memorial, are the, is the way that it just prepares you for life. You know, it prepares you for the classroom and the um, the history and success that kids have had who graduate from Catholic Memorial and go on to college speaks for itself. You know, the the and not just the athletes, but the amount of kids who um, get scholarship money to go to school for academics, the scores that Catholic Memorial kids have on their college college entrance test. It, it's it's just a place that works. And, you know, for me, being the fifth kid who went through there, I mean, I had four older siblings who went through Catholic Memorial before me. The road was paved pretty nicely for me. I mean, it, it, I knew what to expect. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, I they say some kids have a silver spoon in their mouth. Probably when I got to Catholic Memorial, I did. I mean, it, it wasn't a new experience for me. And I think teachers knew me and coaches knew me. So it wasn't. Uh, anything that I had to fight an uphill battle to prove myself, but what? So I've I've been able to experience it from a maybe a different perspective than a lot of kids have. But that family connection is everlasting. Some some of my best friends are uh, Catholic Memorial kids. In fact, my wife and I, when we got married, uh, we had a big wedding party. I think there were seven people on each side, plus probably six <laughs> six ushers, and with two exceptions, everyone representing my me were Catholic Memorial grads, and even two on my wife's side, and she's from Minnesota, were Catholic Memorial grads. Wow! So, yeah, it's it's uh, <clears throat> it's it's pretty impressive when you think of it that way. I would tell one more story. That I, so, I, so the, about Bill Young, because you're going to miss some of these things because we're talking about football. <clears throat> Let me tell two stories about him that are different. And I won't, I won't, I won't debate my yelling about the sideline. This is totally <laughs> different from football. Uh, when I was a sophomore, we were playing uh, Marquette in a in a JV football game. Um, coach wouldn't start me on varsity, so I had to play JV football that year. <laughs> <laughs> contract uh, problems, Pete. Yeah, we had a, we had a little contract problem. But anyhow, in, in that game, one of our best players. Uh, great wide receiver, great big kid. He's returning a punt and gets clipped really bad. And a real close friend of mine, one of my best friends in my life, uh, he ends up breaking a, um, a vertebrae, a bone in his neck. Fortunately, he wasn't paralyzed, and he was able to get better and eventually played as a senior. But, I mean, he gets carted off in an ambulance, and it's Saturday morning, and, you know, you can imagine how upset everyone was. We all go back on the bus. We're wondering how he's doing. Um, the varsity is already at the at, at the locker room preparing for a big game. Marquette, I think, had a 40-game winning streak at that point. And, Mike, you can imagine how Coach Young is on game day, especially on game day at Marquette when the old CMH-Marquette rivalry was at its height, right? Yep. And the first guy at the hospital is Bill Young. Before the game. Man. You know what? And, again, what that tells us, Pete, is all the stuff that you hear about Bill Young, and and it's just all, you know, most of it's all true. It's just a really good, he's a Milwaukee guy. He's a a man that that teaches us lessons all the time, and I wish we had time for more with you, but I got (laughs) to do this. Fox and Fox, 
attorneys at law. Man, I'm on your website right now. You are, the, you are the champion of the underdog, my friend. That's what it says about you on your website. And, uh, look, I, I, I can't thank you enough. I wish we had more time with you. And uh, I'll reach out to you again if we're talking Catholic Memorial, the school, or the football. And I really appreciate your time today. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Macho, I'll talk to you soon. All right, Petey, love, love you. you. Take care. And, uh, you can go to Fox. Just Google Fox and Fox <laughs> Attorneys at Law. I'm sending you an invoice for that, by the way. You don't get free plugs on this show. Send it to the Madison office. They'll take care yeah, of you. Yeah, you got it. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coach Show. On the other side of the break, Joe Cook is going to join us, and I look forward to talking to him. Again, we're presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Bill Young. Head football coach at Catholic Memorial and his daughter, Sarah Young-Hubner. My best co-host, and I love Ryan McMillan, and I love Ron Davies, and I love all those guys. But Joe Cook's my guy, and uh, I miss him. I miss him every time I do this show that he's not here. Coaching high school football in Texas, part of that article that I was reading came from Joe Cook. And I reached out to this, him this morning and said, hey, can you give us a couple minutes and talk Bill Young stuff? He said, without a doubt. <laughs> Joe Cook, how you been, brother? Hey, good to, good to hear from you. Uh, glad, to, glad to be able to share the airwaves with uh, two Hall of Famers. <laughs> well, well Sarah, I, are you a Hall of Famer, Sarah? Nah, my goodness. A oh, She's a Hall of Famer in my heart. <laughs> She's a Hall of Famer in mine as well. Hey, um, Joey, first of all and foremost, how's everything? How's your wife, family? Everybody's good? Oh, uh, yeah, everybody's doing great. Um, you know, me and my wife, we just moved this summer to Paradise. We were living in Roanoke by Dallas, and we finally made the move out into the country. So I'm two minutes from school, and it, it makes a difference, you know, because you put in so many hours. But, no, my we really love it down here, and uh, Texas has been good to us. Well, I'm a little upset with you because I heard you were in town a few weeks ago, and my phone never <laughs> – I know you got a lot of people you got to call when you come up here, but I should be on that list, Mr. Cook. No, I know. It's just it, you know, you come back for a week, and as I'm sure Coach Young can attest to this, it's uh, the kids, the grandkids. Uh, they they gobble up all your time now. You know, I have six grandkids, and so every minute I spend is with those little guys, and you know, and, and so that's what happens. I didn't even get to see Hubba. I didn't see anyone. Okay, I don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah. you know what? Then yeah. I don't feel bad. If those two guys didn't see each other, uh, Mike, don't don't don't, don't, don't be bad. down in the dumps. I'm not mad at you at all. Hey, you're um. When I when I texted you said come on and let's talk, we we finally got Bill Young to come in studio because I got slick on him with this thing. <laughs> just so you know, Joe. But y- you know what? You know the amount of respect that I have for him and and what he has done at Catholic Memorial, and and you doubled that because you've been involved as a coach and as a player with him. Can you talk a little bit about your your the days that either you coached with him, played for him, and your thoughts on on the job that Bill Young has done over the years at Catholic Memorial? Yeah, I mean, if you go way back uh, in high school, um, you know, you don't know anything as a kid. But I did know this that you know, Coach Young wasn't the head coach, but everybody on that team knew he was the best coach on the staff and <laughs> looked at him more as the head coach. So, yeah, I mean, you knew right then. Some people have it, and he had it, and uh, and then of course, you know, his record speaks for himself. But then when I came back and coached for him. You know, I, I admired Coach Young even more. I mean, you know, on the outside, sure, he's got all the championships and all those wins. 
Um, but when you, you know, you really get to coach with him, you realize what a great person he is, you know, and that's, uh, that doesn't always go together, you know? And, uh, I mean, you can see his entire staff is pretty much ex players and, uh, you know, cause they admire him so much. I mean, they, he, he really is more concerned with the, the kids than he is the games. I mean, it's all goes together. He uses football as a vehicle, but he, he, he changes lives. And, uh, there isn't a person that can say a bad word about him, including my wife. My wife's still mad at me that I left Catherine. <laughs> I, I was there two years, and she, my wife loves Coach Young. She just thinks the world of him, and uh, he's such a good person. Uh, he, there's two people that I, I've never seen that work so hard, but not, you know, usually when people work hard, it's because they get some kind of personal gain out of it. Where Coach Young and my, my brother-in-law, Bob Milky, is the other guy. Those two guys are tireless workers, but they do it for other people. There's nothing in it for them. You know what I mean? They just, it's something that they really, I've never seen like it. And that's probably one of my, the biggest things I came away, away with when I worked for them is how, not only how hard he worked, but how selfless, how selflessly he was. And, um, and then his, you know, he always had attention to detail as far as coaching, but I think it's, you know, he lets people coach. He trusts people. Um, you know, he gets you to believe in it. I, it was a wonderful experience. The two years I was there, you know, I learned a ton, but probably the most I learned was, you know, how to treat people, how to let people coach, and then, um, you know, and, and doing things the right way. I mean, just really outstanding human being. Hey, one of my favorite paragraphs in this article, again, this is a while ago, but it says that, uh, that, that Coach Cook had hurt his leg and wasn't able to attend practice. Bill Young showed up at his house, asked if there's anything he could do for his assistant, looking around – Young grabbed a pair of clippers and just began trimming <laughs> Cook's shrubbery. Now, I was at that house a few times. I felt like picking up the clippers every once in a while, too, but I didn't, I didn't do that. But you know what? That's just the kind of guy he is, man, doing stuff like that. That's that's awesome. The The amount that you learned, and, and Joe, when, when early in the show, we talked about guys that are, that are running the best programs. And look, I, I if, if you were still here and you were still at Oak Creek, you certainly would be in that in in that category because I you know what I think about you as a coach and a guy that runs a program. What did you learn as as an assistant for him that you've carried over into your days into Texas? Uh, the attention to detail. Um, you know, Coach Young was he's an intense coach, and um, and he you know it's everybody's intense the first day. You know, next Monday when we start football, everybody's jacked up. You know, and. But I'm telling you, he's as intense on the last day of practice as he was the first day of practice of the year, which is an incredible thing. And, uh, you know, everybody has a, you know, you just naturally fatigue. It's a long season. You put in ridiculous hours and you get a little tired. And you kind of, sometimes you see that player take that, that step that six inches when it should be, you know, two, you know, whatever it's supposed to be, the angle. And he doesn't let it slide. You know, he would jump in and, not, again, not, uh, it's not like he's OCD on different things. It's that he knows the little things make up the, a big difference you know that's the difference between the champions and the ones that don't get there and um he always had an incredible attention to detail uh never tired never wavered on that and then the other thing i learned was um he let coaches coach i mean he you know you, know, you can if you tell somebody to do it they'll do it and he could do that i mean he commanded that kind of respect but you know when you give them a little you know rope and, and get and believe in them then those people go out and be creative and and put more into it. You know what I mean, so hey, I, I learned those two things. Bill, how hard was that? Cause I don't know if you're a control freak. Kind no, of, right. You know what? I, I tell you, uh, like I said, you know, like Tom Traska, uh, Joe cook, uh, you guys like Dick, Dick Basham. You know, I throw all those guys in there together and Jimmy Haluska. I mean, Joe, Joe was a great football coach and, and we learn more 
as a staff because I'm not an eye guy at all. And, like, there's no egos in, you know, if you want to be good, you better let your guys hire good guys and let them coach. Don't stick your nose in their business. And, uh, Joe, I learned more about the option, and we're using verbiage, you know, like Army, Navy, East, West, spread. You know, Joe taught me more and defensively about triangles, uh, trapezoids and triangles. You know, that's what you're talking about in that game. And and it's a numerical number. Joe Cook is a great you know, he's a Hall of Fame coach, and he's, you know, I, I just give him all the credit that co- coach uh, that you just um, bolted and went down to Florida <laughs> or to Texas, Texas. You know, Gail would, she, you know, it was a big move from 81st Street to Muskego. <laughs> so, <laughs> Gail will never lo- uh, leave Sarah and those grandkids. Now, yeah. AY with his, uh-huh. too. Hey, oh, hey, Joe, we only have a minute or two. How does it look for uh, for the upcoming season for you? Uh, good. Uh, we're we're going to be much better in year two of you know our system and um, you know the kids have gelled and 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 uh, it's going to be pretty good. Our problem is we're a small school and um, you know and Coach yeah, Young can attest to this. He's always been kind of the small school in big conferences, so he knows how it goes. I mean, you're good, but if you lose a guy or two, you know things can you know trickle down pretty quick. But we we're going to be we're going to be pretty good this year. We're in a really really tough district. I hope. We're going to be good enough to grab a few more wins to get in the playoffs, and uh, you know it's, it's it's tough down here. They, you know, there isn't any bye week, so to speak. I mean, everybody because you know every coach is on staff is very professional. You have everybody has activity uh, athletic periods, and you know you have all your coaches on staff, and it's really a profession. And so every every game is well coached. You're not going to find that that weakness. But we're going to be pretty good. Like I said last year, we won the most games they've won since 2008, and. I believe this year we'll crack through. I mean, I really do. Provided we stay healthy, we stay healthy. I think we can be pretty good. But hey, you got Billy Young. You got to understand that he is Lou Holtz. For him to say <laughs> oh, yeah. they might be pretty good, yeah, I'd be I'd be scared if I were the boys down in yeah. Texas. Joe, we're going to show up each week and do our best, right? <laughs> yeah, hey, coach. We, you know what? <laughs> we have the worst defensive lineman to ever yep. play, but now I got him on the offense. He's never played. I'm yep. telling you, if he's saying they got a chance yeah. to be pretty good. Joe, thanks a lot for a couple minutes. Yeah. Please say hi to Linda yeah. and everybody down there, and, and we'll be in touch because you know I always like to reach yeah. out a couple of times on Saturdays. Joe, I'll give you a holler, brother, and you yeah. take care. Good luck this season. Yeah, and watch our defense this year. Tommy Cook, I heard him. He's our defense coordinator. Oh. There you go. <laughs> hey, what, what does a quarterback, what does he's, a quarterback know about defense? He, no, I'm just kidding. You know, you know what he's running? He's running Bill Young's 3-4. <laughs> That's what he is, honest to God. That's, That's awesome. Hey, say hi to Tommy for me. I look forward to it. Next time you get in town, give me a call, man. I'll I'll uh, I'll swing by and say hello. All right. I, I didn't know that I didn't know the studio was big enough for all those Hall of Famers. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, don't worry. If you if you come back, we'll find room for Joe, you. Joe, I'll come back if you come back. I'll actually do another one with you. Oh, Dave, we, please tape that part what he just said right there. We gotta get to a break, Joe Cook. Thank you very much. Matt Bergen right. is gonna be uh, gonna join us on the other side of the break. This has been great, Billy. I hope you're having fun. And, and Sarah, this has been wonderful to, to, to meet you. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern alongside Sarah Young-Hubner and Bill Young, but Sarah Young-Hubner, I'm just kidding. 
Hey, so what do you call this next, I guess? Bergie? Call him Bergie, yeah. Matt Bergie, athlete. I got to be, hey, I got to show him a lot of respect. He's the athletic director at Catholic Memorial. Matt Bergie, how are you, Matt? Good, Mike. Thanks for having me. Yeah, hey, thanks for uh, the tip on Pete Fox, man. He was great. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. The whole facts, the Fox clan are a phenomenal group, and uh, we're lucky to have families like them. Hey, as the athletic director, you know, you are Bill Young's boss, right? Yes, that is true. <laughs> I, I do uh, have to sign off on all the payments for, for, uh, for the football program. And I'm just wondering, as his boss, what if you said, hey, look, you can no longer break down film on Saturday mornings because I'm the athletic director here. How do you think he'd go with that? I think that he would do his typical Bill Young, and he would just kind of go scatterbrain and then walk out the door and slam it and go down the weight room or go go towards the Olympic. That's probably the response he'd get. Matt, you played you played at Catholic Memorial, correct? Yes, I played for coach, and I also uh, uh, wrestled for coach. So now, now in circle, now you come back as the athletic director at Catholic Memorial. What what is that like for you? Because this is a guy that you played for in two sports, and now basically you're the athletic director. They're saying, "Okay, we got to talk about this and talk about that." Are you comfortable with all that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I always say that the two men that have made the biggest difference in my life have been my my dad and Coach Bill Young. Just you know, instilling that work ethic, you know, just really teaching you how to be a reliable man. Uh, he is just—he was a huge impact on that, and he was also a huge impact in me getting my first uh, teaching job here at Memorial. Uh, obviously, you know, he hired me uh, in 2010 as a phi ed teacher, and then it just kind of evolved, and it all kind of worked out uh, where I was getting my uh, certifications and things like that when the AD job opened up, and he was, you know, obviously, you know, my biggest supporter. And, uh, you know, just love working with Coach Young. You know, <laughs> no, I work for you, Matt. <laughs> he, told me, he told me when I called and asked him to come on, he wasn't really – he didn't jump at the, the chance to come on. And he said, look, we, we, uh, we work together. And I said, no, you're the boss. He goes, no, no, Bill Young, we work together, man. I'm not going there. So, hey, the days that you played and, and, and wrestled for him – um, Matt, do you see that that he has the same fire in his belly now than he did back then? Yeah, I mean, he always he claims that he's softening up, uh, but you know, <laughs> deep down, once you get to know Coach, um, you know, like Co- uh, Coach Cook and Pete Fox said, once you get to know him, you, you you realize what a great man he is. You know, he's a great great dad. Uh, he's got an unbelievable relationship with the whole community over here at Catholic Memorial. Uh, he's told, he's the most respected man on campus uh, by the kids, by the staff, by alumni, um, the other coaches in our program, the young coaches, um, even if they're not football, you know, they look up to the way he does it and the way he goes about his business. Um, you know, it starts for coach, you know, at 5, 530 in the morning when he gets down the elliptical and those first kids start to roll through the hallways about 6 a.m. Uh, that's when his workday starts. And a lot of times, you know, he works through you know, teaches six, seven classes in a row, and then he is right out onto the field, you know, on the, the necessary film, and he's not getting home till 7 o'clock at night. Um, and so, you know, you don't hear the word culture here a lot. It's because guys like Coach, they, they, they live it out every day. And the kids see it, and honestly, the other coaches in our programs are elevated because of this guy, you know, leading the way. 
Hey, man, I didn't want to talk to, to Bill Young about the, the football-only conference coming up after this year, um, but you being the athletic director, let me ask you about it. Um, how do you feel? How do you feel about you guys moving over to the Woodland West? You know, it, it's really, it's really bittersweet. You know, we get asked this a lot. This was something the coaches' association came up with. You know, when I got the AD job, it was kind of thrown. You know, this was already laid out a couple of years ago, and so it's extremely bittersweet. You know, we built a lot of relationships within the Classic Gate. Uh, our coaches love um, the, the level of competition that you get week in and week out. Um, you know, and, you know, we're moving on to the Woodland. Uh, we're going to focus on ma- making the toughest non-conference schedule that you can play. Uh, we're going to be playing Brookfield Central week one. We're going to be playing a team, Antioch, Illinois, which was 11-1 and one down in Illinois. They lost in the third round of the playoffs to the eventual state champ. They have two Division One kids. Um, so we're going to build the non-conference schedule up. Uh, we'll then start with New Berlin Eisenhower, play Pewaukee week four. So that's four really tough games to start right in a row. the 2020 schedule. And, um, you know, as much as it hurts us leaving the Classic 8, the Classic 8 is definitely hurt by us leaving it. Uh, losing Bill Young and, and losing this program is not good for the Classic 8. It's, hey, um, hey Matt. Know, because we have proven that we can compete. No, no doubt. But looking at these numbers, 635 or so kids at Catholic Memorial, you're still going to be the smallest school in the Woodland West, but nothing like, I mean, there you know, 2,100 kids at Arrowhead, uh, almost 1,800 at Oconomowoc, 1,700 at McGuanago, 1,700 at Muskego. This, and and I, I've had this conversation with, with Bill in the past, and people would say, come up to me and say, oh, he's going to hate leaving the Classic Gate. And I said, I don't think so. Not, yeah, not so much. That don't spend, those are people that don't spend very much time with him. Right. And, uh, you know, th- th- this is the decision the Coaches Association made. They didn't ask for, you know, AD approval. This was something that was, was done. They're looking at, you know, enrollment. They're looking at getting us into this league. Um, I think the way conference realignment works in two more years, more is going to be up in the air. And we I just agree. don't know where we're going to be. And bottom line, we need to do what's best for, for Catholic Memorial. And, uh, you know, it's sad to leave the Classic 8 in football uh, because we have done so well. But, um, you know, it, it, it is what it is at this point. Well, I, and I think it's the right move. I do. I, look, I wouldn't think if it was the right move if I'm, the, if I'm Matt Kern at New Berlin Eisenhower. Or, you know what, if I, look, I'm frisky at Pewaukee. I don't think this is the right move. But you know what, I think for the overall safety for these kids, because you can't, you can't two platoon, right? Totally. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you like to. Yeah, we have 75 total football players signed up this year. Um, in years past, we've been around 93, 95 kids. And it, it's to the point where we're still going to be very competitive. But it gets to the point where, you know, now you have a freshman and JV team that are really, you know, becoming smaller in numbers each year. And, you know, you go against Arrowhead, that's going to have 70 freshmen, or Muskego that has two teams, and McGuanago. Um, you know, it, it's tough. I mean, we prove that we can compete. You bet. We'd love to continue to compete with the Classic A teams in the non-conference games. And, uh, you know, so we're going to do everything we can to make sure strength of schedule is not some sort of built-in excuse to, to why we're not a, a top-level program. He's Matt Bergen, Athletic Director at Catholic Memorial. Matthew, thanks a lot for a few minutes of your time. I really appreciate it. All right. See you, Coach. Bergen, have a great day.
Let's get uh, to a break. Let's side of the break. We're going to wrap this up. I've got a few extra questions here for Sarah that I want to talk to her about, and then we'll uh, we'll get you guys going. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, you know, guys, I realize how, at least for me personally, how good the show is is how quick it goes. Cannot believe this is the last segment. I've got look at I've got like <laughs> 72 pieces of paper here on stuff I wanted to talk to you about. Um, one of them we talked about during the break, and I'm wondering, Sarah, how you felt at the state championship game last year. When you guys were down twenty four nothing, Catholic Memorial down twenty four nothing in the third quarter, right? Yeah, it was it was the beginning of the third quarter, and I I turned to my husband, and I said, David, if they are down twenty four nothing at the end of the third quarter, I can't watch this. We're leaving <laughs> the game. And my mom was next to me, and she goes, Yeah, I can't do this. And then, uh, you know, David's like, He says, Sarah, your dad is the best second half adjuster. Just let them be. They'll be all right. They'll be fine. And our defense shut down their offense, and uh, our offense just started clicking. Luke Fox went off. Our players had a heck of a second half. Oh, my goodness. 21 points. 20, well, it was 37 unanswered. Right, C- correct. It was twenty four. It was oh, it was uh, seven. It was uh, seventeen nothing at at, at halftime. Then we come out. And, you know, Nick goes empty. We throw a pick. They ran one in, and then all of a sudden, like Nick Vitale, and you know, we've got some outstanding players. But Nick did a great job getting us in that game. And then you look at the analytics of hitting one two point conversion, then two, then three. That's off the charts. Off the charts. Hey, I wanted to get into the Bill Young coaching tree, and we don't have time, but they're scattered all over the place, man. Yeah, you know, um, I, I've been blessed again. You know, it's a, it's really a family at Memorial, and it starts with my family, my wife and Aaron and Brad and Sarah, and now David and Kara and, and Samantha and Brad's girlfriend, and then Elsie and James, and we're going to have another baby, but... I, I've been blessed to have a lot of young guys going. You know, Mark Lusick, he's up at Amherst. Yep. You know, he's won a couple of titles. Um, Eric Murray is a guy that was, uh, you know, coached with uh, Bob Vitale, you know, over at the Falls, and he went to Sussex, and now he's he's out of it. But, you know, Bobby Vitale, he played for me. You know, I've known Bobby for since he was 14 years old, was the head football coach at Menominee Falls. Great, great, great guy. Pat Cerrone, you know, uh, you know, we've won two state championships with Sea Dog, and then uh, you know the the job, you know, when Sarah and I were driving here, you're talking to the gentleman this morning, how how great of a coach Pat has done, what he's done, unbelievable. I mean, and then you know Joe Cook, I mean, you know, re- really proud of, uh, you know, the the guys that I've had an opportunity to maybe influence a little bit. I love I love the Cerrone story. Oh, Sea Dog's you know the best. Yeah, and and tough and. You know what? You're gonna play, you're gonna do things his way, oh, yeah. and I think they've taken over that. You talk about the best Division three football conference. In oh, the without country. a doubt. And I, th- without a doubt, have they taken over Whitewater? You think? No, I, I think you know. I, I was just with uh, Stenny, uh, you know, Pat's DC, uh, and uh, Whitewater is always gonna be good. It's just like Arrowhead. It's gonna be like you know Muskego right now. I mean, the, the teams that are rolling keep rolling. Hey, can I ask you this? Um, 
guys like the McCutton run, the kid that yeah. played. Like the, did you think he was a Division One kid? You know what? He's one of the best high school football players. Uh, you know that I've ever had a chance to compete against. You know, Matt Bergen is. Uh, you know, I've got John Spytek, one of my guys. He's a uh, played at Michigan, and uh, he's a player personnel director, pro player personnel director with Tampa right now. Okay. And Jamie Cole, another one of my players yeah. at, from Cole's Kicking Camp, is with the Chicago Bears as a coach. But, you know, Berge always talks about measurables, Matt Bergen, R.E.D. You know, we've gone to Michigan together. We've gone to Wisconsin. We've gone to Iowa, uh, Northwestern. We've been all over the place. But a lot of times, a lot of these guys' schools will just not, you know, like Jimmy Leonard, you know. For right. The, you know, you gotta you got to have say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tr- bite the bullet, try to pay for schooling for one year. But McCutton, to me, was one of the best. He's a great kid yeah. and a terrific his, player. I, I love his whole family. Oh, God, terrific. Yeah, just, you know, and, and I look at some of these kids. This running back we had at Martin Luther last oh, yeah. couple of years, Darius Crowley Reed. Hammer. Right. He's going to Division II, going to go up and play with his brother in Minnesota, which is great. But I, he was like, Coach, I don't know what else I can do. Look, I know we're not in the best conference, but I got 52 touchdowns, and I only play half the game. Right. Because we're – and I don't know what else to do, and he played well in that All-Star game, but – that part, do you scratch your head sometimes? Yeah, you know, but but you know, like I was at a clinic in Chicago. Lou Holtz was talking, and and Holtz showed some uh, clips of uh, who's a real good wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders. He's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Tim Brown. Yeah, Timmy Brown. His senior year, nice job, Coach. Thank you. His job, uh, he was like four and six, but he was a one man make plays. You know, but you know, it's it's about measurables. You know, I mean, guys are looking for that, that thick. Young man from Arrowhead, Jared Volk. Yeah, Jared, yeah, I mean he's a beast. I mean, but there are guys like that. That right. you know, just because you're that big, but you better be mobile, and that's all. That's why camps have become such a big thing. Yeah, you know, Tommy Trask always said to me, Billy, a lot of times guys will lose. You know, more guys lose scholarships at camp. Make them work off a of film because you go down there and you don't play well and you can't move your feet. Yeah, whoosh, whoosh, we're moving on. Trask something, man. Oh yeah, yeah. You still talk to him. Yes, I do. Would you tell him I said hi? I will. You know, will. what I'd like to do one show this year is bring in retired guys. I'd love to get Coach Basham to come in. Yeah. And and I think he would. I'd love to get Coach Taraska to come in. Yeah. You, I might need your help on that. Now that you've done it, you can call and, call yeah. and say, okay, McGivern's not as bad no, as, it was great. as we thought. Hey, Sarah, I, I really appreciate that story about him being able to go meet Belichick. Um, I will remember forever. I think what a wonderful gift that – you worked hard to do, and I—he'll never forget it. I would have—I wish you would have brought that book. I would—I yeah. would sit and page through it like like crazy, and and uh, I just appreciate the love that you have for your father. Um, it means the world to a guy like me because I think that stuff is is more important than any of these other things that we talk about. You know, these state championships and the. Nine hundred three. How many is it? Three forty-seven. He'll get to five hundred. I'm sure one day. But <laughs> uh, that kind of stuff. So you know what? Thank you for your willingness to come in and express the the the, the love that you have for him. So, and you, you, when I need you on the sidelines now, except you're chasing your kids, <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? I'm watching the kids, but I'm still on the sidelines. I'm still Dad's number one fan. So. Man, that's that's really good stuff, and and you'll help me with Gail to get her in on my coach. We'll work. The yeah. show. <laughs> hey, how's the team's gonna be? Pretty good this year. You guys got a shot, right? Yeah, you know we'll we'll show up each week. Um, you know we we lost uh, a lot of guys from last year's squad, but there there's a lot of talent. Uh, 
you know, so it's it's be dialed in each week, line up with the same guys each week, and focus on that opponent and that opponent. Don't you hate these preseason stuff? Yeah. You know those kids all look at it. Oh, yeah. Hate it. Right. Hate it. You guys have not even, you haven't even been to the field. You haven't had one practice. Right. And they have you preseason ranked number one, and you're going to play West Superior again in the state finals. Yeah. And and look, I love Travis Wilson. I think he does a phenomenal job. He's really good. The preseason stuff just kind of gets me a little bit. Yeah, it's but like, you know, when you and I talked, things are different. They are different. And and, uh, social media, you got guys, you know, like fantasy football and Travis Wilson, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, well, there's a, there's a market for that. Oh, yeah. that that's for sure. Do you get back and watch Cardinals Street women's basketball at all? You know, I haven't been back in a few years, but uh, John Foffel is the head coach over there now, sure. and he's running a really good program. So yeah, maybe he uh, he's listening and he's going to reach out and say, "Get to a practice, <laughs> guys." Thank you, Billy. I can't I can't thank you enough, and you know the amount of respect that I have for you, this school, and this program, and. Uh, I'm not nervous anymore. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I tell you what, it, it was Thank an you. awesome, awesome experience, and having my Sarah here, it's just, it was terrific. That's excellent, Sarah. It's nice to meet you. Nice to and meet you. And please say hi to everybody else for me. Thanks for listening. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.